Hey, it's me, Lizzie, one of the voices on Wild Women in Christ podcast. Join Megan and Jordan and I each episode as we do everyday life with Christ as our center. Hey, what's up? This is Lizzie, one of the voices of Wild Women in Christ podcast. And today we're going to be talking about Miss Ruth. Mm -hmm. Um, So the story of Ruth, this woman who had to, she, her husband died. And, right? Or was it Naomi's husband died? They all died. They all oh, yeah. Died. So yeah. Naomi, her mother-in-law, and, her two sons. and Ruth's husband died, and her other daughter-in-law's husband died. And they were on their way to return to Naomi's homeland when, like, about halfway, Naomi tried to tell the girls, like, just go back. Like, there's there's not going to be anything here for you. Go back to your homelands. Return to your families and be remarried in your homeland with, you know, your own traditions and stuff. And so the other daughter-in-law returned home. And, again, Naomi was like, Ruth, just, like, just leave me. You know, like, I have nothing to offer you, you know, pretty much. And Ruth was like... Um, let's see in verse, uh, 16, chapter one, Ruth, don't urge me to leave you. Don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you where I go, where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. So right there, um, we kind of see like a little bit of Ruth's character and, um, they go on and they finally get to, um, Bethlehem, right? Yep. Yep. And um, this is where Ruth meets Boaz. And um, Naomi, uh, oh, that Boaz was um, one of Naomi's husband's relatives. And um, so when they're in Bethlehem, they're kind of just like surviving on the leftovers and the the gleanings of the fields and um you know just kind of make trying to make life out there and at the same time Naomi is trying to find a husband for um Ruth and um so Boaz says let's see one second so um he First, there's another person in line, a person who is not even named in the Bible. Um, he, Boaz tries to offer Ruth to him um, because he's like first in line. But um, the offer is this land. But if you want the land, you also have to marry into it. You have to marry Ruth. And the guy didn't want Ruth. So he just was like, no thanks. And so essentially... Boaz accepts Ruth and takes care of her and loves her. And Boaz is like this, like, you know, dream guy (laughs) has all this. He has like a decent amount of power and stuff. And he's just a righteous man. And excuse me. um, Ruth goes to the threshing floor. They have um, that where she sleeps at his feet as like a that's kind of like a sign of servant servitude how do i want to say do you know what i'm talking about yeah i remember it was 
Oh, go, Jordan. It was common for a servant to lay at the feet of his master, even share part of his covering. By observing the custom, Ruth would inform Boaz that he could be her family redeemer. Yes. That's it. So she goes to him and pretty much is like, okay, like, I accept you, like, accept me, kind of. And so he does, and they live happily ever after, and Ruth and Boaz become, in the genealogy, the um, of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that other guy who rejected Ruth, name's not even in the book. Yeah. <laughs> so... So that's kind of like a very, very rough synopsis of the book of Ruth. Ruth is one of my favorite books because it's just such a beautiful love story of that starts in hardship and ends in like literally being a great, 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 whatever grandmother in the line of Jesus. And it's very hopeful. It's inspiring to me. It's also just such a sweet love story. Mm -hmm. It's honestly, it's one of the quickest best sweet little reads in the Bible, in my opinion. It's my favorite book. (laughs) It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the kind of character traits we can kind of pick out from Ruth? Loyalty. Yeah. She's selfless. She's a hard worker because she is gleaning the fields to feed her and Naomi. Mm Mm-hmm. She's full of courage and bravery because, I mean, when Naomi told her to go lay at Boaz's feet, that is a tradition of Naomi. She wouldn't have known. Yeah. What the heck? Because Ruth was a Moabite. Moabite. Mm -hmm. So she wouldn't have known that tradition, but she trusts and loved Naomi so much. She did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. She really stuck by her mother-in-law's side. Well, when she goes, your God is my God, like she just. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of like the fruit of the spirit, like I picture Ruth and what. Like, she just covers those. Mm-hmm. What are the fruits of the Spirit, Megan? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Good job, Meg. <laughs> good job, Megan. Your voice changed a bit. Yes. Good job. Sorry, that was a vacation Bible school coming but out. But it is her, her love of Naomi. And her willingness. It's just, just sort of like how God loves us. Like, she just takes care of her. Yes. We don't I don't think we know how old Nate Ruth is in this, but she had to been young enough for Naomi to know like go back to your family, you'll get remarried again, you'll be able to have children, you'll yeah. have this life. Mm-hmm. Like don't stay with me because I'm as widows you down. <laughs> as widows our life's going to be rough because we don't have a man to take care of us. We have to depend on the community to take care of us or yeah. gleaning going we, out and yes. gleaning ourselves. Yeah. I mean, she is a strong, a very strong woman. And a, and a woman of faith, I think. Well, yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think it's interesting how righteous she is without even necessarily understanding or follow, have been following the practices of our God in that time. Right. right. Maybe she, well, was her husband a Moabite? I mean, like. No. No. But they didn't practice those traditions in that country, I'm assuming. She was from Moab. No, when I was doing some research, it sounded like they had moved out of Bethlehem because of a drought. Oh. And so they were living there. The sons, I don't know if Oprah, Oprah, the other son's Mm -hmm. wife, was a Moabite, but Ruth was. 
And then, you know, when they died, obviously her, their family and relatives are not there. So they came back to Bethlehem. Oh, one of my notes in my Bible says Moab was the land east of the Dead Sea. It was one of the nations that oppressed Israel during the period of the judges. So there was hostility between the two nations. Mm-hmm. There you go. So interesting. So they probably wouldn't have practiced that stuff in. So I don't Moab. think that they were super excited to see Moabites. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I think that's they, an, another reason on top of why that this the unnamed man rejected her. Could be. Well, she they she proved through example how much she loved Naomi, mm-hmm. and I think that earned her. I don't know if I want to use her respect. She really but the, has. The people knew that she had this great love. She really had a servant's heart. Yeah, yes. I think one hundred percent. I think that's, that's a good. That's a really it. inspiring thing. Where she, she, I want to say that she kind of just went with the flow of you know, trusting her mother-in-law in her yeah. homeland and being, you know, like going and doing everything her mother-in-law told her to do. And look how well it it turned out for her just being a servant and serving her mother-in-law and serving the God of her mother-in-law and how much, like, I think that's an testament to people. Well, and who- I think she, she was so strong because you, in chapter one, I mean, when Naomi gets back from, when they get back to Bethlehem, and Naomi tells the people to call her Mara because she is bitter. bitter. And so I think, this is just my opinion, Ruth sort of filled the gap of showing God's love to her mm. because she was bitter. She lost all of these things. She lost her and she riches wanted, and her husband and, and her sons, and she was grieving and like, I am bitter. God took all these things from me. But then look how she was blessed because mm-hmm. um, now oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Naomi was blessed because of Ruth or Ruth was blessed because of Naomi. Well, I mean, oh, okay. So I know what I was going with the, I like the story of Ruth because as you're reading what these women are going through and what Boaz is doing, it's everyday life. Mm-hmm. It's not this big fancy show or huge miracles. It's Ruth is working in a field to provide for her mom-in-law. And the then, leftovers and of the field. And her, yeah. And then Naomi tells her to do this practice that she knows nothing about. She does it. And then the next thing you know, she's married to this man and Naomi has a son again. And then they have a son. And that mm-hmm. is the line of Jesus. Like, hello. Literally, like, <laughs> happily ever after. Yeah. Well, and I think talking about Naomi, you know, when she says that she's bitter, I think, God, we can be bitter, but I don't think that we should let that... You can, but take it to God. Like, yeah, you can't let I that many be times consuming. told God, like, yo, man, I am mad yeah. right now. Like, I'm so mad. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, you're going to have to help me through this, but I'm mad. Oh, yeah. That, that, but that's okay. Because <laughs> I've been there, too. But it's okay. Little it's okay burner. to... to mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you talk to your friends and you're mad. Why would you not talk? You have a personal yeah. relationship with Jesus. Like, you talk about it when you're mad. Yeah, there was somewhere that I had read mad. about being real with God, like not coming to him and just being like, I don't remember where I read that. Cause that really changed my perspective on how I was praying. You can still feel your feelings, uh-huh. but I think you can feel those feelings, but then also be like, what are the steps to move on from those feelings or giving that to God and just being like, okay, I'm upset, but I know 
you're still faithful. I know you're still going to do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. Ruth is a good, good lady. And Boaz, I think it is a, it shows, because Boaz is obviously half of the, the other half of the story. He's mm-hmm. not the name of the book, so he's not the <laughs> focus point. But Boaz, I think, is also very honorable because of how much he helps these widows and how generous he is to these widows, how he tries to do everything in order by letting the other man have first pick. And by and even after he doesn't, he's just like, yep, I'll take you in. You're mine. And that means that gets Boaz into the line of Jesus, too, and his name in the book. Mm-hmm. One, even before that, like he tells his... I mean, when he asks who the woman is in chapter two of Ruth, yeah. they, I mean, they say who she is and then he tells his harvesters to leave like stocks of the grain, like leave more than just the glean. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what it's called, the glean, <laughs> but to leave stocks there so that they have more. And I think that he also invited her, like she ate too with them, didn't yep. they? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That was in so like his, he just has a very humble and also like Ruth, a servant's heart to take care of this woman that he doesn't know who it is even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bo- Boaz also shows really good examples of a man in the fruit of the spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. A man loving a woman. Like even when they're, I mean, it doesn't go too much into the marriage, but as his character before they're married... I guess you could assume that he would be loving Ruth like Christ loves the church and how how a husband is called to love his wife. The way he he loved her. And I mean, he treated her with love before he even knew her name, you know, before he even really knew her by leaving things for her. And, you know, I think that is also just Boaz, you know, doing what he's called to do. Because I doubt anybody told Boaz that he has to leave stocks out for the random homeless ladies, you know, or random widows. You know what I mean? Like he chose to, you know, well, he chose to give them more than what would normally be left. Right. For the, yeah. What they were called the leaf for the gleaning. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just, their character, both, both their characters. It's such a, just such a cute love story. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. No, it's great. I mean, Ruth is faithful and she's just, she becomes blessed and just being loyal and faithful. It's cool. It's a cool story. I think it's important to look at where she came from and then what it became. Yeah. Like, yeah, she could have been like Naomi and gotten better and just done. I think we already talked about this. Did we already talk about this? No. Okay. I know we, she could have been like Naomi and yeah. been sad and just given up on yep. life and claimed herself as a widow. And Naomi luckily pushed her to do these things. Or she could have been like Oprah who went back to her homeland and, you know, Lord knows what happened to her. You know what I mean? And, you know, she, I think it seems the way it reads is, Ruth had an instinct to stick with her mother-in-law no matter what. Yes. And I think God gives us those instincts sometimes mm-hmm. because sometimes there's no other explanation as well why we should why we want to do what we want to do. Like, you know, taking those risks sometime, like you know, serving others. Like that would be an incredibly hard choice to just do what Ruth did, but she clung to her 
It says that. Question. Yeah. Do you think that it was wrong for the other one to go back to her homeland? Or do you think she was actually following what she... No, I don't think it's wrong because Naomi released her. So it wasn't like... It wasn't like she got halfway and was like, screw this. You know? yes. <laughs> her her mother-in-law released It wasn't her. like she was like, I'll go with you. And then, uh, actually, I think I'm going to go. Because I can only imagine how hard it would have been for Oprah and Ruth to leave their homelands, yeah. too. I like what um, Orpa. Sorry, I've been calling her Oprah. Oh, it's Orpa. <laughs> you get it. I, mean, I call her Oprah, but I know that that's not what it says. But that's just for my eyes. You yeah, get a wheat stuck. You yeah. get a wheat stuck. O R P A. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping somebody so got I, that. <laughs> I was just reading a footnote here, and then because um, we're talking about Ruth's character, we're talking about Boaz's character. Um, in chapter three, verse eighteen. Naomi is saying, wait, my daughter, until you find out what happens, for the man will not rest until the matter is settled. And she's saying this after Ruth has spent the night at Boaz's feet. He gives her, um, what does he give her? These wheat stalks? Is that what it is? Barley stalks? Something. Yes, six scoops of barley. Barley. And then Naomi says this, and in my footnote it's talking about how um, Naomi says that Boaz is a man of his word and so she knows that boaz is going to marry ruth because he's just this he has this stand-up character about himself and my footnote sort of goes into um people people who are that way stand out in any age and in any in any culture um do others regard you as one who will do what you say and it's a good reminder of just the character traits that Boaz and Ruth are giving off. Like, do you also in your are you showing those fruits of the spirit? I think mm-hmm. it's important. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go. No, I just like you know when people always talk about hypocrites in the church. I think that's where you need to be careful about. You're also reading the word and practicing what you preach. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If yeah, that ties in. <laughs> The last thing for me, it might not be the last thing. I'm sure God will show me more. <laughs> but we were talking about this when we were not recording. I just really, when I was studying this, the gleaning just so much stood out to me. Because it's hard. It In Leviticus, the, the Israel is called to, like, not reap everything at your field, but leave it for, like, the poor and the people that need it. The foreigners. Yes. And then those people that need it are to go put in the hard work to get it. And I just think that that stands out because we live in a society where everyone wants their handout or you're entitled to something. And I just like how it's very clear that you have to put the hard work in. Well, and I think, I think that goes to the opposite side too, where it's like, don't burn yourself out on babying others. Like do your part in being a gracious human being and leaving some for others, but that doesn't mean you have to reap it and put it in their mouth too. Right. Like they need to to learn on mm-hmm. their own sometimes right. how to go forage. That's very like parable of me to say, but that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's been a resounding 
like theme and the episodes and stuff that we've been talking about that like you have to put in action steps to do things. You have to practice things like it's hard work Mm -hmm. being a Christian and diving into that relationship and doing all of those things. So it was just a good, I don't know. It's just a good reminder looking at Ruth and her character. Being a a Christian does take work. It takes effort. It takes just being aware of where the spirit is leading you and where God's leading you. One thing that stood out to me is when we were talking about Ruth being a Moabite, God still, she's still, well, there's a, sorry, there's a footnote that got me on that track. That even though she was a Moabite, it didn't stop her from worshiping the true God, nor did it stop God from accepting her worship and blessing her greatly. I think right now in our society, everything is, we're getting categorized by, you know, gender and all this different stuff, like getting segregated through that. Segregated by our choices and beliefs. Yeah, but regardless of all that stuff, God can still use you and we're all God's children. Right. God will meet you where you are and use you where he needs you. Is that Mm -hmm. kind of what you're saying? Kind of, yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. He's like, oh, make, hold on a little bit more, then I'll help you. (laughs) Now let let me come get you in the dark. Or help is just one step away, but you got to keep watching. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, it's like when you're trying to get a little baby to crawl, (laughs) like you put something they want, you want in front of them and then you pull it away as they're too enticed Mm -hmm. to keep crawling and crawling and crawling. That's not what happens. You give it to them. Oh. You're supposed to give it to him. Psychist. You know what I mean? That's the analogy I thought of when God meets you where you're at. And sometimes it's not just a little bit more, a little bit more like he's right there. You don't have to give anything else. You just come as you are. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you do also still have to like what you were talking about, put in the effort a little bit. Right. But you know, as a Christian, you don't have to like, Oh, you're do saying, all these works or do yes, all these things for Christ to come to you. He's going to come to you as a, the hot mess you are. Yes. Right. Yes. You don't have to clean yourself up before you. He's going to take your mess, yeah. man. You want him to take your mess. For good. It's going to be a lot better good if you grief. just come all messy. Yeah. Because he'll wash you white as snow. Yep. Well, do we... Have, okay, so... Sorry for popping my neck on. I was going to say your neck. I think your head's going to get stuck that yeah, way. Sorry. <laughs> Christian ASMR. He's snapping my neck. <laughs> um, so what are our like rounding up points? Study the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Loyalty to God overall. I mean, yeah. It, words are real hard at the moment. <laughs> I'm just trying to think like if you were an individual and you wanted to know if someone else like loved Jesus, you would be able to see the fruit of their mm-hmm. spirits. Mm-hmm. And I think Ruth is a great example of everyday life where she showed her fruit of the spirit and her love. And I think that that's just be that example, I guess. As as well, did, or as did Boaz. Yeah. With his, yeah. I think it's like, also an testament to doing your part and just simply playing your part and letting God you like against yeah. you. Yeah. Like she used it. He used this woman 
lost her husband. She's a, a poor woman gleaning in the field. Bam, line of Jesus. Yeah. 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 Like, hello. <laughs> it's just cool. It's just cool to see who God uses in. It's cool to just let go and let God use you. It is cool. It's hard. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Cool. I never said it was I'm easy. Kind of yeah. in that, I'm kind of in that stage right now where I, I've made myself kind of available to be a yes man. Uh-huh. And God is putting things in my lap to do. Mm-hmm. Because I was worried. I'm like, what am I going to do? He's put job opportunities, like money-making yeah. opportunities, like local connection opportunities, just like lots of things. So making yourself available to God to mm-hmm. use you, I would say is a very scary thing to do. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm at a point where it's like I've had to stop doing so many bad habits that I don't have anything else to do. Hey, and so God is using yay. that spare time to build some healthy habits. That's it's good. exciting. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to make yourself available to him. That's all I'm saying. I always say, be careful yeah. what you pray for because God will. Seriously. He'll it. show up. He'll do it. He'll give it to you. Yeah. It might not be how you want it. No. It might, no. Be, it might be a gift through lessons and it might just be a wish granted. Those but, hard-headed individuals like me. It's lessons God will that give we're you getting. what you need when you need it. Yes. Have no fear. Well, I can pray us out. Are Sounds we, good. We cover yeah. everything? Yep. I think so. Okay. Dear God, we thank you for this time to listen and talk about Ruth's story. We pray that we might gain some characteristics and fruits of the spirit um, like Ruth and Boaz. Pray that we can be loyal to you and open to you, to whatever you have for us, whatever our story is, let us be open to reading it. Um. In Jesus' name we pray. <laughs> Sorry, I lost all thoughts. <laughs> Amen. 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 So guys, this is kind of a series we thought about starting, just kind of talking about the women in the Bible. Um, we're starting with Ruth. Um, I think next week we're going to talk about Esther. Yeah. So yeah. get excited about well, that. Well, not next week because oh, we have sorry. like three episodes in line. But Couple weeks. The next woman yes. we're talking about is Esther. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, go check us Talk out on our Facebook page, Wild Women in Christ, Instagram, same, wildwomeninchrist at gmail.com. Any questions, anything of that sorts. We love you guys and we thank you for listening. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. You can always catch us on our cell phones too if you have our yep. numbers. Jordan doesn't want you to talk to her. Sorry. Oh, okay. Miss, I don't want my name mentioned. I don't want this mentioned. So anyway, all right. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye. Bye.